Welcome to Fields of Consciousness, a podcast for consciousness conversations with your host, myself, Jeffrey Stegman. And myself, Clayton Stedman. <laughs> As consciousness explorers and founders of Focus Life Force Energy, we're here to bring a holistic approach to consciousness and share practical examples of how you can take your life to the next level. In this episode, we discuss EMFs, or electromagnetic fields, and how they may affect all of us. We also introduce an idea that you may not have heard as it relates to EMFs in the past. It's the distinction between consciousness raising EMFs and consciousness lowering EMFs. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the episode. Thank you for being here. So today we're discussing EMFs. EMFs are electromagnetic fields, which includes both electrical fields and magnetic fields. We'll get into more detail on that definition a little bit later in the podcast. So all matter, whether alive or inert, can emit an electromagnetic field. Uh, heat or infrared energy is one, one type of EMF energy. But let's think atomically for a moment. Many of us can still remember the old model of an atom that we were taught in grade school, a nucleus center with electrons orbiting around it in a nice, neat orbit. This image is familiar to us from atomic popular culture during the 40s and 50s. The orbit design it seemed to go on every logo everywhere. So it's been proven now to be really pretty inaccurate. Reality isn't quite that linear. And there's many current studies and research happening to better understand atomic structure. And today the model really has electrons appearing and disappearing within a field of potential expression rather than moving in these uh, you know, set pathways or orbits. The well-known double slit experiment continues to show the world that the act of observation affects the position and the energy of an electron. There's no, that's no mystery to consciousness students after all, we know that observation itself is an act of consciousness. So let's zoom back out. All matter is composed of an innumerable conglomerate of electromagnetic fields. If you think about it, everything has a field within fields in a unique combination. A rock's field will be different than a tree's field. In a particular rock, the minerals and components create a unique combination of fields around the rock. The field of an area or ecosystem with a river flowing through it will be unique compared to the field of an ecosystem with a lake. 
We believe that fields of consciousness work in a similar way, as fields within fields. Your consciousness field is unique to you and changeable based on your, your unique and continuous expression of your consciousness. This points to the familiar phrase of fields of consciousness. Some of you may even have or actively hone the ability to see these fields in an aura around a person or a plant. So let's talk about EMFs and how they're normally thought of and discussed. So electric and magnetic fields are invisible areas of energy, much like consciousness fields are invisible areas of energy. In this case, electric and magnetic fields are created by electricity, uh, which is the movement of electrons uh, through a wire. And there's micro amounts of electricity in living beings as well. So an electrical field is created or activated by voltage. So voltage is sort of the pressure that's used to push electrons, you know, through a wire. It's, you know, you're, you can measure voltage with a voltmeter, sort of like the water pressure, you know, in a hose or a pipe. And as the voltage increases, the electrical field increases. And now a magnetic field is activated or produced by, by the movement of electrons through a wire or through an electrical device of some kind. So that movement of wire activates a magnetic field, um, and which creates an area or a field, and that energy dissipates over distance. Um, so electrical field, when there's voltage, say something's plugged in like a, a computer or a, a light, but there's, it's not turned on, there's still an electrical field created because the voltage is still there. So they're often referred together as electric or electromagnetic fields because they, they often occur together. Um, it's also sometimes called electromagnetic radiation. And the radiation is really the movement of waveforms outward from, from the electromagnetic field. So new and stronger EMFs have been on the rise with the electrification of society and the evolution of modern conveniences like our computers and cell phones. Um, there are natural EMFs, which we'll talk about, and the man-made ones, which are much stronger. They have much more power, and there's so many more of them in our world today. Our ancestors didn't have this level of man-made technology emanating these frequencies. The major EMFs of our ancestors, they were experienced through natural sunlight and the electromagnetic fields of natural surroundings, such as trees, grasses, maybe some animals that they were uh, tending to. It's a very different world. For us, there are exponentially more sources of EMFs 
that emit a, a much more powerful energy. And these days, they surround us consistently. There's a term out there called smart homes, which is all these so-called smart devices sending signals back and forth to each other, such as our refrigerators, which can automatically order food for us when you know we scan the barcode and it's you know we're out of something and it can you know put it on a on an automatic order from a grocery store there's a lot of things that our new appliances can do and i don't think that's going to become any less in the world so it's very different than even one generation ago mm-hmm. we also have more uh, radio frequencies so emfs are often thought of as radio frequencies here, people think of uh, cell phones, Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi routers, smart meters, uh, cordless wireless phones, baby monitors. Those are very common ones. There's also fields uh, around, or EMF fields around high voltage lines and transformers that are probably running to most of the homes that are hearing this today. And you don't have to look very far to find a transformer on a telephone pole. Um, and the dirty electricity can be caused by the harmonics in a home electrical system or a combination of various other EMF uh, influences. We'll call them uh, consciousness-lowering ones, or, or, uh, and we'll get into that more later on, why, the, why we make that distinction. It's just good to say that when you get all these different EMF influences coming together, it can create more disharmony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed walking around Nelson, British Columbia, there are, there are some transformers on different streets. I don't know if you ever noticed that, Clayton, yeah. those big boxes. And um, I mean, I can definitely feel uh, those when I walk by them. And there's some big substations near where I live as well. And if I take a walk close to those, boy, you can really feel the field around those. There's, in those cases, high voltage and a lot of current flowing at the mm, same time. Yeah. So you've got a lot of electrical and, and uh, magnetic fields occurring. So with all these different sources, you know, you have your radio frequency sources, you have these fields, these EMF fields activated, electrical and magnetic. And they're, they're sort of propagating waveforms out. And, you know, we think of that with radio frequency. Of course, you're sending a signal, you know, from a cell tower to a cell phone. Um, but many other fields of, this, of EMFs also propagate out waveforms. And so you have all these waveforms just f- literally filling the space around us. And... As they get further and further from their source, they start to break up into pieces. Uh, and we call these fragmented waveforms. Uh, EMF smog is the common name for that. So EMF smog is surrounding us as well. And those, those electrical and magnetic um, snippets, you could say, or pieces are also interacting with our biological body. You know, they're, they're, it's just another, you know, uh, piece of the, the, the chaos around us at times. And yeah, as, as Clayton, you were saying, there's this 
chaotic energy environment. So you got the EMF smog, the dirty electricity, all these different fields. And our, our biological processes um, can be inhibited when exposed to this, to this continuous incoherence, you could call uh, this chaos or incoherence. It's not a coherent uh, environment that natural EMFs would, would create from all these, all these multiple electromagnetic fields. Yeah. And eventually these, this combination of um, fields could support the body in adapting to the influence Mm. just because Mm. of the, we, we tend to relate to these things as uh, a stimulus for evolution. When we talk about them, that takes the negative Mm -hmm. uh, connotation off. Because mm-hmm. the human the human body is an incredibly adaptable uh, biological uh, machine, if you want to call it that, and uh, you know we're trying to frame this in a way here as we move forward in such in such a way that it it doesn't uh, engender fear. Mm-hmm. So the body can adapt, and you know there's people who I personally know somebody who grew up close to Chernobyl and they were there when Chernobyl happened and they seem mm-hmm. to have an unusual resiliency to radiation. Mm-hmm. In fact, they went to Fukushima and did a, made a little documentary on it. Other people were very negatively affected by it. And there's the mm-hmm. odd person who seems to be, we you know, nature evolving and, you mm-hmm. know, they have a, a greater resiliency. Yeah, that's a great point, Clayton. This anti-fragile, mm-hmm. this book called Anti-Fragile, which we, we've loved that yeah. talks about that, that you know, the, human, the human system is uh, made stronger by challenges. And it happens in our immune system, and it does, does occur here. Um, and there can be just too much, you know, at times. Uh, and it does seem that people... Um, have can develop uh, additional uh, sensitivities to to the energy. So our focus is consciousness at FLFE and in the work that we do. So we look at EMFs in that lens. Um, we first started to look at EMFs with our customer base and our free trial base with FLFE when properties that we measure uh, most, mostly every day as they come onto the service and once a week on Saturdays, we measure the level of consciousness and we have a minimum uh, guarantee that we, that we uh, have for the level of consciousness of properties on the service. We notice that they were going down in consciousness. And when we, we talked to the owners, we found there was a new smart meter, there was a new cell tower nearby. So we started to see these that these electromagnetic fields in these situations were lowering the level of consciousness. So we, we, we began calling those consciousness lowering EMFs. Uh, we don't, that's the way, they were the lens that we look at it. And we feel it's a, important, at least for the way that we do business and the way that we measure consciousness it's an important measure for the health of the environment. You know, if something is lowering the level of consciousness, the environment, 
like a smart meter, like a Wi-Fi router, like a cell tower um, that is lowering the uh, the uh, positivity of or life affirming uh, qualities of the environment. Yes, and there's many ways to measure EMFs because our expertise is in measuring consciousness. We use uh, consciousness kinesiology as one of our primary research tools. And we've had enough uh, correlative evidence and anecdotal evidence and now some uh, different other levels of research that indicate that consciousness is uh, an integrous way of assessing the health of the environment. Uh, yeah, period, really. So we, uh, we've recently done some gas discharge visualization experiments, which is um, technology that is used quite often by Dr. Joe Dispenza in his workshops to measure the entropy or, or the harmony of the environment. Mm -hmm. And we did a, a research study on environments within the FLFE uh, field of influence that showed a greater harmony when the FLFE service was on. And so that is a way of kind of verifying the efficacy of using kinesiology properly to assess the general health of the environment. When you're looking at measuring EMFs, um, tri-field meters and various meters are very popular. And just as the visual spectrum is very limited by the ability of our eyes to see and perhaps our ears to hear on, on the audio spectrum. Like dogs have a much greater sense of hearing than humans and a much greater sense of smell in many cases. Um, these devices don't ha necessarily have the sensitivity to measure the full range of the influence of uh, EMFs. And so that's why the gas discharge visualization device is something we, um, we use because it has more sensitivity and is more appropriate uh, for these types of measurements. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. we've, we found enough uh, consistency with consciousness kinesiology and the gas discharge visualization technology that uh, we're confident that there's a, there's a healthy uh, cause and effect there where we can make some mm -hmm. uh, reasonable conclusions. Yeah, and the other very sensitive instrument is our bodies, you know, the human body. And that was one of the things we did with FLFE was survey our, our customers. We had, when, once we started talking about EMFs, we had some EMF sensitive customers that came out and wanted to be a part of a beta test where we were mitigating the, the effects of the EMFs. And some of the things that they were telling us were happening for them in their everyday lives among all these EMF sources was uh, anxiety was one. Um, and I tend to feel anxiety in my body. It feels like my muscles are tight. You know, my shoulders tend to sort of rise up. Um, and so it's, to me, it's like a muscle or a body uh, tightness that, that then feels like anxiety. Brain fog was another one people mentioned. Uh, we had a lot of sleeping issues, Clayton. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a common one. Moodiness. Uh, people have a hard time maintaining their state. You could use it 
in that frame, but moodiness is oftentimes how they'll identify it. Uh, some people get irritated skin, they get itchy. And um, it's a general decrease in well being and vitality and health. And um, there's an increased susceptibility to illness, it seems, and mm. people are EMF mm. sensitive. They just don't have the resiliency. We assume that is connected to immune uh, strength, immune system strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in, so the physical body, the human body, is a sensitive instrument, and it can feel these this chaotic environment. And it seems that plants do as well. Mm-hmm. That uh, we've done some research with plants, uh, some preliminary studies, and uh, many people have had anecdotal. Um, experience with plants, you know, being close to a router, close to a, a smart meter and uh, trying to, you know, growing away from those influences or just not doing as well physically. So different people have different levels of EMF sensitivity. Some people just don't seem to be, they just don't seem to notice anything. So mm-hmm. In our community, we talk about sometimes, Jeff, how, um, how some people will go to a Reiki treatment and they'll find it amazing and other people won't even mm-hmm. notice it. Mm-hmm. And with EMF sensitivities, it's, we, we found that a good metaphor in this day and age is really gluten sensitivity. Some people can eat, you know, particularly wheat, uh, other grains have gluten, of course, and they just suffer. You know, they blow it up, they get uh, irritated eyes, itchy skin, you know, swollen tongue, there's all kinds of um, different symptoms. And, um, they, you know, and some people have to eat a lot of bread to get that or a lot of gluten. Some people, you know, if they just have the tiniest amount, they're super sensitive. And that seems to be what's happening with EMF sensitivity in our world. There's a more, uh, there's more distinctions about the levels of EMF sensitivity uh, because more people are susceptible to the, that influence as these, as the world becomes more uh, covered in various types and in multiple um, waves that that are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the research that we did, some of the survey that we did when we first beta tested our EMF mitigation, we saw. Um, those people that were in that, in that state, you know, that very, very, um, sensitive state really had a big change. You know, they had a big change in their anxiety levels. Uh, their sleep improved greatly and, um, just, you know, overall energy levels were, were higher without those or with the smoothing or harmonization of, of that, uh, of that energy. So we, we've talked about consciousness lowering EMFs, and there's there's also consciousness raising EMFs, um, and that many of the natural EMFs that are out there related to to uh, living beings, uh, to the earth, uh, for instance, the you know the Schumann resonance, um, and just being around those you know our pets, those cats and dogs. There's a uh, not only the sort of the traditional EMFs of uh, infrared infrared energy, 
but there's there's also you know of course consciousness fields around them of love and um, other you know positive 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 fields and emissions from all sorts of things. Um, when we saw the when we did our experiments with uh, GDV cameras and uh, 5G routers, we saw with harmonization that those became consciousness raising. The routers actually became consciousness raising. The level of consciousness around the routers, what was it, Clayton, like 600 in some cases? Yes, it was, a, uh, it was a field that was higher, closer to the router, and it dissipated like, yeah, it was uh, the field, I think it was within, depending on the type of router, up to a foot away, the level of consciousness of the router and the area directly around it was 600. And then, you know, five feet away would be maybe, uh, depending on the router and, and the level of consciousness of the FLF influence, mm-hmm. it could be 550. Mm-hmm. In fact, we had mm-hmm. uh, we have pictures of people's pets. Uh, after they put the FLF service on the home, they would start sleeping on the routers. Because they like the warmth, of course, but they like the positive energy that happened mm. after the harmonization. Yeah. And there, there are natural materials out there that seem to help and um, maybe can shift or harmonize uh, these consciousness lowering EMFs into consciousness raising. Uh, you know, there's crystals, organite. Is a material that some people use, and shungite. And shungite is a material that more and more people are learning about and trying, and and it's feeling the difference if they're sensitive. And shungite is something that we use, and we're we'll talk here uh, in a moment about how to how to harmonize or shift EMFs from consciousness lowering to consciousness. Uh, raising and chungite is a really important part of that. Yes, there is a when you're in a conversation about EMFs, oftentimes people talk about shielding, and um, which is really blocking the EMF influence. We'll, we'll call it consciousness lowering because that's our vernacular. So shielding or 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 blocking is basically just deflecting it somewhere else, and. Hopefully you're not on the other end of somewhere else. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it can also diffuse them. You can, it's like a, <clears throat> a screen. If you uh, have your garden hose and you're putting water through the screen, some of it will just fall a little bit, but will reflect back depending on the pressure. Most of it will go through. That could be termed diffusing. And you can use all these different um, techniques when working with EMFs. Um, when we looked into this, uh, as Jeff mentioned, after some of our customers' homes were dropping in consciousness as a result of a smart meter being put in or, a, or a, even a new router in the home or a cell phone tower in the neighborhood or 5G tower, we, uh, we started looking for ways to harmonize it because we'd heard about the term called harmonizing. So harmonizing is where you take an incoming influence and you make it positive. So harmonizing is the, I would say the gold standard, Jeff, probably in mm-hmm. EMFs. Mm-hmm. And the, the only um, material that we found that could harmonize EMFs consistently with the use of our technology um, 
was Shungite. So we, uh, we found a way to put the energetic signature of Shungite in the FLF environment in such a way that those routers and other appliances were now raising the level of consciousness of the environment and any incoming consciousness lowering influence from that uh, cell phone tower or the uh, 5G tower, the millimeter waves, not the, not the routers, uh, that that becomes a life supporting influence in the FLFE environment with the energetic signature of Shungite. So you can do experiments where, uh, and I have friends that have done experiments where they have a, a, a bank of smart meters uh, in an, uh, a service room in an apartment building. They put plants in there and the plants wither and grow away from the smart meters. And then they would tape a piece of shungite, maybe the size of a quarter on each of the smart meters. And then the plants would grow. Uh, it would start to become more vital and actually grow towards the smart meter. So mm-hmm. shungite is the only material that we found that has that influence on, mm-hmm. uh, well, at least plants. Plants are really easy to see the difference. The thing about consciousness mm-hmm. kinesiology, it's an emerging science, and it really doesn't have the, the level of proof around it that most of us need to be able to trust it. And it's pretty subjective. Mm-hmm. You have to have really good practitioners. So mm-hmm. we use it a lot, but we look for multiple layers of evidence so that we can feel more confident in presenting it to people who don't have the same experience we do with consciousness mm-hmm. kinesiology. And in the process of getting different levels of evidence, we always learn a lot, Jeff. So that's part of the reason why mm-hmm. we do it as well. Yeah, yeah and digging into Shungite uh, was an interesting process. Um, it's found, you know, was, if it's found in the earth, it's, there's mines in Russia, and you can buy it most plate, you know, most type of uh, crystal stores. Um, some jewelry stores have it as well. Um, I have, you know, blocks of shungite around that I was, pl- you know, experimenting with. And um, yeah, it's, it appears to have come from a meteor. So it appears to have come from off world, which is really interesting too. Uh, so it's something you can try at home. You can buy a piece of shungite. You can, uh, we'll, we'll suggest an experiment you could do later. Uh, you could put it onto a router or onto a smart meter. And um, yeah, as Clayton said, the GDV cameras are, do seem to be uh, sensitive enough to tell the difference between harmonized and non-harmonized EMFs. Uh, your typical Gauss meter or EMF meter won't won't tell the difference, um, but again, the evidence you know is often with people. It's how you feel, and the research that we did with our kind of a small study we did with our EMF sensitives on the FLFE service uh, with the harmonization with Shungite in the FLFE service, they felt as we talked about earlier, much better sleep, less anxiety. And that data is in our um, uh, evidence page. And there's also a GDV camera study um, in the evidence page. Um, And we also did a plant study with wheatgrass with uh, 5G, pretty powerful 5G routers 
um, strapped to the wall right next to the plant. And we saw, um, you know, accelerated plant growth um, with the, uh, the Shungite influence in the, in mm-hmm. the FLFE service. Yeah, we don't, we're not able to tell you how big of a piece of Shungite you need to put on your particular device. There's obviously a lot of other devices. There's a lot of devices out there and many of them uh, change over time. They become more powerful. Most of us want our Wi-Fi to be available as far away from the router as possible, or at least uh, a convenient length, which often is getting larger and larger for people. They want to be have it get out in their yard so they can download stuff or... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then a lot of gamers are just making, you know, they're really wanting those really powerful um, routers so they can get every millisecond of speed out of the out of their <laughs> computers that they can. So mm-hmm. um, we just don't have any way of telling you that. Yeah, so we're, you know, to summarize, we're we're if you're a human on the planet at this time and you're living anywhere near a city or you're you know, even in a small town, uh, you're interacting with lots of EMFs on a daily basis, some of which are positive and natural, and some of which are man-made and perhaps consciousness lowering. And, you know, as we've said earlier, it's, it's important to just realize that we are incredibly uh, adaptable organisms, adapt in our energetic system and our physical biological system. And so these, these perturbations can be, can make us stronger and, uh, you know, drive our evolution perhaps in really positive ways. It's hard to know. Um, and there's ways to mitigate these EMFs. Chungite, uh, is, is one of those. And the, uh, the FLFE service is something you could try. Yeah, so we're all consciousness researchers in our own way. We may not think of ourselves uh, in in that framework. And people have been doing consciousness research for as long as people have been around. Uh, I know some Native Native friends, and there's areas of the planet that they would not live on because they recognized if you stayed too long there, it would be detrimental to your health. And so nature does have certain influences, perhaps underground streams running through certain mineral deposits that will tend to pull energy away from a human if they're over it for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So we always encourage you to take what we've discussed today and do your own experiment. And so here's a couple of ideas. You could... Um, Go and hold, if you have a smart meter in your home or a router, just go and hold that smart meter, that router, and see how it feels. And see if your body uh, will want to move towards it or move away from it. Typically, if something is negative for the body, the body wants to move away from it. Hmm. And then what you could do is you could put a piece of Shungite on the smart meter and hold it again and see if you feel a difference. And um, you could try the FLFE service. You can sign up for a free trial. You can have it off, try that with the smart meter and router, and then turn it on because we have the energetic signature of Shungite in that environment. 
And that could be an experiment that you have control over and you can have your own experience. In doing an experiment like this with a router or a smart meter, as I said earlier, I tend to feel it in my body as tension. So it's something you could experiment with as you do this to feel how, feel your body. How does it feel? Do your, do your muscles feel tense? And for me, one indicator is, can I take a deep breath? Mm. Do I feel like I can really fill my lungs up? And when I experiment with routers and turn the uh, FLFE service on and off or turn the EMF mitigation on and off, the ability to take a deep breath seems to go away when I'm really in a, in a, in a consciousness-lowering EMF field. Yeah, thank you for joining us on this episode of Fields of Consciousness. Thanks for joining this episode of Fields of Consciousness, the podcast of Consciousness Conversations. We invite you to visit the link below the episode to experience a completely free trial of focused life force energy for 15 days. If you like, you can subscribe to the Fields of Consciousness podcast and please tune in next time. We release new episodes every other week on Tuesdays at 11.11 a.m. PST. Onward and upward. Mm -hmm.